Welcome to the Crux Podcast and Sermon of the Week. For more information about the Crux Ministries and Summit Church, please visit us at summitsanmarcos.com. Welcome to the first ever house church. Woo! So basically, I'm really excited. I really feel like God said the way that we're going to grow uh, as a family this year is going to be really through focusing on small groups and connections uh, with each other and going deeper after relationship with Him and with this family. So I'm really excited for what this is going to do. Welcome to my house. I got here, I got I got my Starbucks right here. I got my favorite book I'm reading. I got my Bible ready to dive into the Word of God, right? My notes. And I am so excited to jump in for tonight, okay? Basically, the way this is going to look like whenever we do this is I'm going to try to uh, give a quick message, my, me or somebody else, and then you'll watch the video and then spend some time afterwards together kind of talking about it, processing through it, uh, and kind of going deeper. Throughout the video, we'll have different pause moments, okay, where after a certain point, we're going to hit pause, and then we'll say, hey, talk about it with your group. And then when you guys are ready to move on, jump on to the next part of the video, okay? And so get ready, get, strap yourself in, open up your heart, say, Jesus, I'm ready to learn, and I'm ready to go into this, okay? And, uh, when, and get ready to just be vulnerable and open up. All right, so now we are going to talk about how to start uh, dating. How do you know when you're ready? How do you jump in? Uh, what, what do you need to kind of get into place to get going into starting the whole dating process, okay? And this is just going to be real practical. I'm going to try to break down some things for you just to kind of show you and expose some things that you can do to get ready for this dating relationship, okay? But first, the, I want to give an analogy for you, okay? So basically, if you were on an airplane, I love flying, I love going to different nations, everything like that. But if you get on an airplane, you're getting ready to fly, you're sitting in those crazy skinny economy seats or something like that, right? You get on or, or, on the intercom, it's me. It's Air Taylor, you know, Taylor's Airline. I'm the pilot, the captain or whatever. I get on air con, intercom and I'm like, Welcome to Air Taylor, you know, the flight that's tailor-made for you. Uh, my name is Taylor. I'm be your pilot today. And I'm really, really excited for today because you see, this is my first flight. I've never flown before. I've never even read a book on flying. I never studied it. I never, uh, no one ever taught me how to fly. So I've been wondering for a long time what it's going to be like, and I'm so excited you all get to be with me today as I figure out how to fly this plane. You're probably shocked. You're sitting there like, what? This has to be a joke. There's no way. But to your shock, I actually, I, I just continue. I say, you know, I've been always told that that experience is the best teacher of all. I'm sure we'll hit some turbulence, but uh, you know, it's all gonna be okay. You see, my parents were pilots and they made it look real easy. And I have a lot of friends who are pilots who say it's not that hard. So, you know, I'm just, I'm gonna figure it out. So just sit back, relax. Um, don't worry about that buckle up sign. Uh, it's more of a suggestion, really. 
and uh, I'll just let you know if we're going down, okay? But have a good time. You'd be sitting there thinking it was a total joke. You'd be shocked. And if the stewardess was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we don't know. He just, he's old enough, you know? He, you have to legally be like 18, and he's the right age. And so uh, we're going for it. You would be like, this, this plane is tailor-made to crash and burn. Like, there, there's no, how is this even legal? Like, you'd be freaking out, right? Because because to do something that great, surely you think he would have even studied or something like that, right? But, but no, man, this is absurd. But for us, so many of us do this when it comes to something like dating. See, many of us, we just, we just jump in because we feel like we're ready. We don't ask anyone if we're ready. We never read books on it or listened to teaching on it or sought, what does the Bible say about it? We just jump in. You know, and we're just like, well, you know, I'll just figure it out as I go, you know? Or, or we say, well, you know, my parents have been married for a while, and so I kind of saw how they've done it. Or, or all my friends date, and they say it's great, so that must mean I'm good to go, you know? Uh, I've never gotten counsel, never read a book, I've never anything. I just, but I've seen a lot of movies. I'm sure it's going to be great, right? Oh man, and so many of us, we think that experience is the best teacher, and so I just gotta date more people and I'll get better at it, right? I actually even heard, this is crazy guys, okay? I heard someone say, it explained to someone else, they said, you know, dating is like trying a bunch of different ice cream flavors. They said, you gotta try a whole bunch of different ones to decide what flavor's your favorite and, and which flavor you wanna eat for the rest of your life. And I sat there and I was thinking, that is bad advice. <laughs> that is like, don't ever believe that. Because you see, the reason that's wrong is really just because humans aren't ice cream. They're people. They have actual hearts and are uh, have emotions, right? You can't have this mentality of, oh, I'm just going to jump around and try a bunch of different people and, oh, yeah, sure, I like this one. And you, mm, that's great. Oh, mm, this person's got too many nuts. You, you're a little nutty. You're crazy. No, no, I'm good. Oh, look, cookie dough. Let's try that one. Mm, uh, it's a little too sweet for me. I can't. You're, you're a little too... You're a little too bubbly. I don't know if that's going to No, no, you're good. Ooh, I like vanilla. Mmm, <sighs> oh, vanilla's good. You know, vanilla is safe. Let's go with vanilla. Like, that's not how people work. And you cannot have this mentality that I just need to jump into dating so that I can figure out what kind of person I want to be with because you're working with eternal hearts and people. You're working with sons and daughters of God. You're not meant to try them on like a pair of shoes and see if it works out, you know? There's certain things you can do to prepare. Yes, obviously you might be in one and it doesn't work out and that's okay. Like dating is to find out if it's going to work, but we need to change the mentality of I have to jump into dating to figure it out. There's a lot of things you can do now while you're single to start prepare your heart for dating. And so what we're going to do is we're actually going to go after a couple questions today that I, I believe they're not a formula. They're not going to make you ready necessarily, but they may expose to you if you are ready 
or not and getting you some things to think about and talk about in your small groups about how do I get ready to date so that when it's time to fly and go for it, I'm as prepared as I can be. And sure, there might be turbulence and I will have to figure things out in the moment, but I'm prepared as I can be before going into it, okay? So we're gonna Okay, the first question that I think you can really uh, uh, go after to be ready to date is this question of, am I actually ready? Am I ready to date? And I don't mean feeling. Just because you feel ready to date does not mean you are. I mean, are you actually ready? Jason Valentin, he is like a relationship expert. He says, you are ready to date when you can be a benefit to the person you're with, no matter what the outcome of the relationship is. So can you actually benefit them in this relationship? Are you wanting to date them just because they, they, they are good looking, they are, they are pretty, and they are smoking hot, right? And they make me laugh and feel fuzzy inside, so that means it's time to date. Like, no, that's not a good reason. Like, are you actually in a position where you're going to benefit them? So some questions are for how do I benefit them is this first question of do you view them through God's lens? Meaning, do you really view them as God's daughter or as God's son? You know, do you, do you see it as you, you're going to the door, you're knocking on the door, and Father God answers the door. And you're saying, can I date your daughter? Can I date your son? Because this is what you're doing by going into a dating relationship. You're saying, God, I want to take care of your daughter. And I want to get to know your daughter or get to know your son. And if you have that perspective, you're going to treat them with honor and integrity. And you're not going to go in the relationship just for what can I get out of it. But you're going to go into the relationship saying, how can I bless them and, and respect them? And that way, if it doesn't work out and you find out you guys aren't compatible... At least you honor them and you can give them back to God and say, Lord, I, I treated them uh, with the utmost integrity. That, that is so huge, right? Or another question uh, for am I ready is really this question of are you in a place that's healthy? Are you in a mature spot? You see, a lot of times people think that they're ready to date just because they're the right age to date. Like, I'm 16, I can date now, or I'm 18, my parents said I could date, or I'm 25, everyone's married and I should be dating, you know, like, and we base it based on an age in life rather than based on a, a maturity. Uh, you see, right here, I got this out, this is, this is my license, right here, look at me, I had a buzz cut, I'm a donor, you know, all that good stuff, right? I got this license. When I was 19 years old, all my friends got it when they were 16, uh, but, but I was 19. And you see, because they were ready to drive at 16. They hit 16, they had a car given to them, they were ready, they, they took the test and they passed and, and they showed themselves ready and where, where the government or the laws were like, yeah, you're ready, you pass, go for it, have fun, drive, be safe, right? Uh, with me, I wasn't. I failed my driving test. Uh, I couldn't get a car. I couldn't get insurance. Like, there's a lot of things I had to figure out before I was mature enough to drive. And in the same way with dating, are you in a mature, healthy place 
where you're ready to date, right? It's not just because you're 16 you should be allowed to date or just because you're 25 you should be allowed to date. I know 16-year-olds who are ready and 25-year-olds who aren't or the vice versa because uh, it, it's based on a maturity. Is your life in a healthy place? You see, dating is not going to cover the cracks of like your insecurities in life. It's actually going to expose them even more. Whatever's in you is going to come out in dating because the two hearts are getting closer together. So do you have insecurities that you're working through in your life? Insecurity uh, like where am I beautiful? Do I like the way I look? You know, if not, uh, are you going to God with that? Or are you trying to run to a man or to a woman to get the affection that you want because you don't like yourself? You know, uh, women, for, for you, do you find that you're posting pictures of yourself on Instagram or social media where you're like showing off skin and you're trying to do this, this vertical photo to show off, you know? Or are you trying to do these things to try to get guys to go, oh, wow, she's so gorgeous, right? Oh, that's a red flag that you're trying to find uh, validation through the likes or you're trying to get guys to like you based on like, I'm going to wear my bathing suit in this photo so that they, they like me more so that they're attracted to me. That is screaming of, I need affection and you can only get that from God. If you try to get that from, from a man, honestly, you're going to get what you advertise for. You're going to get a guy who only likes you for your body, and then you're going to be like, what the heck? But it's because you advertised for that. That would be unhealthy, you know? Are you in a place where you say, you know what? Uh, God says I'm beautiful. He made me perfectly and wonderfully. I love who I am. Uh, I'm ready to give that as a gift to someone else, you know? Uh, for men, you don't get off the hook. In the same way, men... There's this weird thing where men think that they're manlier if they're with or they're with a woman or if they're more physical in a relationship and that's that's totally wrong you know men you are based on your character not based on how many girls you've been with or, or anything like that it's not it doesn't matter based on how buff and tough you are who cares if you might be a little like have a little extra weight or anything like that that's not what matters. What matters is the character of your heart. How are you going to lead that woman in the relationship? And are you jumping in a relationship to be physical? That is screaming, saying that you don't love yourself and you don't love how God made you and, and that you're selfish and you only care about this one thing. That's messed up. You got to go to God and say, Lord, help me find my validation and my acceptance based on who you say I am, uh, not based on my need for a woman. Okay? So... If you, if you need these things, you need a little longer. If you are depressed, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend's not going to fix that. You need to go to God. Go to counseling and get, get help and work through that. A, a relationship's not going to fix your depression. Same thing if you struggle with self-hatred or this insecurity or fears. Dating is going to amplify those things, not cover them up. You know, if you... You, if you have insecurities that, that are coming up, it's not going to fix it by covering it over and pretending like it's not there in your relationship. There's other issues too, like addictions. Think of like, like pornography or lust. That's not going to, if you're addicted to that, you can't carry that into the relationship. It's going to mess up and give you these bad expectations in this relationship that isn't real. You got to get free of that by Jesus. 
Same as well, if you're believing the addiction of maybe these lies that, uh, that you're actually, uh, you're falling to the temptation of I'm actually bisexual or I'm actually homosexual and I have same-sex attraction. We know the Bible tells us that is not how God created you. And are you giving into these lusts of the flesh? Or are you believing the Bible when Jesus says he can set you free? that you don't have to struggle with that anymore, that he can, he can get you free of that and you can have an amazing, uh, normal life once again. All right, so question two is this. Do you know who you are? As I was talking before, there's no shame in saying that you don't. There's no shame in saying that for a season, I need to work through some stuff uh, before I'm ready to be in a relationship. I need to get some free from some addictions. I need to get some free from some self issues or insecurities. That is okay. But the thing is, is do you know who you are and your identity? Colossians 3.11 says that from now on, you are defined by Christ. That you're not defined by this world, your ethnicity, your age, your all these different things. You are defined by who Jesus says you are. So do you know who he says you are? And so included in do you know who you are with your identity is your, your beliefs, your passions, your, your desires in life, uh, your dreams. All of these different things, they make up uh, who you are. And, and you should really explore them because uh, they're probably what God is calling you to do one day. The more you know yourself, the more of yourself you're actually then able to give away to somebody else. And so and the more secure you're going to be able to be and confident when you are in your actual relationship. Uh, have you ever given someone a gift that you had no idea what was inside of it? Uh, that sounds weird, but I've done that. <laughs> Basically, this was not long ago. Laurel gave a gift to somebody, and she was so great. She gave me credit for it. She said, yeah, this is a gift that we got for you for your birthday. I'm thinking, oh, I didn't know it was your birthday. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, happy birthday. We got something for you. And the person's like, oh, and they start to open it. They say, what is it? What is it? And I'm like, I don't know. You'll just have to find out. <laughs> right? Thinking, I have no idea what it could be. They open it and they're like, oh, wow, how did you know? And Laurel's like, well, we know this about you. And so we thought you would enjoy it. And I just basically repeated what she said. Yeah, we know that about you. So we thought you'd love it, you know? <laughs> it was great. Laurel's an awesome girlfriend, set me up to like be a huge success, right? But basically, uh, you, we do this in dating a lot of times, where basically we don't know ourselves and then we try to give that to somebody else and then we're like, I hope you like it as I figure it out. And so the idea of like, I want to travel, I want to see the world, I want to be in the military, I want a big family, I want, there's these core dreams and desires that you have that really you should explore and know about yourself, uh, the, I believe, before you're in a full relationship. Uh, some things you're going to figure out as you're in a relationship, but the big ones, you know, do you want a family, do you want kids, do you want uh, to live far away or not, you know, because what will happen is you'll be in a relationship with someone and then they might be like, I want to live in Texas and I've always dreamed of it. And you're saying, I never want to leave San Diego. And it's like, oh, how's this going to work? One of you is going to have to not do that. You know, I don't know how that's going to work. Or, or I want to have a big family. The other person's like, I don't want kids. 
you, you need to kind of know this about yourself before you'll be able to give an answer for them in the dating relationship. So really explore the dreams of your heart and your passions and your desires. Uh, Chris Valentin, he said this, that there's no perfect set of wants that you should pursue in a relationship. However, most of what you should desire in another person is determined by individual preference. The, that being said, the more you know and understand your own needs and your own desires, the better you'll be at discovering what you're looking for in the relationship with somebody else. So the idea is like, like with me, I knew that I wanted to be a pastor or I wanted to be a ministry or I wanted to be a missionary. I just, I wanted to do ministry. And I remember one time there was someone that I was talking to and I thought she was great. And I was thinking of asking her on a date and I was just asking her like, yeah, what do you want to do? You know, dream wise. And she, and I said, oh, I want to do ministry. Have you ever thought of that? Cause I knew that about myself. And I said, would you ever want to do that? And she was just like, oh no. I could never do ministry. And so immediately I thought, okay, like, that's okay. I wasn't all sad and depressed, like, oh, no, I can't date them, I failed, you know? No, I, I, I knew, like, oh, well, you're kind of forever now in the friend zone. And I gained a great friend, and to this day, she's a great friend of mine. Because I knew that I wanted this, and she said she wanted that. And that's totally okay. But the point is, is I already knew that about myself, so I never entered into pursuing someone that I knew had the opposite dreams of me. So that's why it's so important for you to kind of know and explore the dreams of your heart already, okay? Number, question three is this, what does my counsel say, or the mentors in my life, what do they say, am I ready to date or not? See, Proverbs eleven fourteen. it says that where there is no counsel, the people fall. If you have no counsel in your life, you're going to fall. And then it goes on and it says, but in the multitude, in the many counselors, there is safety. God has called us to live a life interconnected with other people. He's called us to have counselors in our life. And if you don't, you're going to fall. And so by counsel, what do I mean? So counsel is not your peers. Counsel is not your bro who's your wingman at school. Counsel is not that girl who's like, he's cute, go for it. You know, that's not counsel. Like those are just some friends. You need people in your life who are willing to correct you, look out for you, and even tell you things you don't want to hear about yourself. That's counsel. Counsel is people who are older than you, who they've gone before you spiritually or emotionally, or maybe they have a, a great relationship and a marriage that you look up to. So this could be your parents if you have a good relationship with them. This could be uh, maybe a school teacher that you really trust who's godly and, and has led a good life. This could be your small group leader at church. This could be um, someone that you just look to and you say, wow, they have a great marriage or great relationship with God. I want to invite them to speak into my life. And you should really have two or three or four of these people in your life. And if you're like, nah, I don't need a mentor. Like, I'm good. Well, then I don't think you're ready to date. Because when you date, you need to pull people into your life. You're going to have a moment where you and the person you're dating or you and your wife or your husband is going to need help and marital advice. And you have this mentality of like, we don't get help. You're going to have a hard time in the relationship and it's really dangerous. You're going to fall. And so getting counsel in your life is utmost important. And so first is get counsel, but second is what do the counsel, what do they say in your life? You know, um, do they say you're ready 
to date? Do they know what's going on in your life? Those addictions we spoke about earlier, are they walking through with you? And there's no shame. It bring up to your counsel, hey, I'm struggling with lust, or I'm struggling with pornography, or I'm struggling with uh, these different things, or I'm struggling with same-sex attraction, or I'm struggling uh, with, you know, whatever the issue is, or, or drugs, or, or different, whatever it is. It doesn't even have to be relationship stuff. You need people in your life that you can just say, here it is, this is what's going on, help me. And that you trust for them to put their arm around you and say, let's do this, let's go after God, and I believe we can see healing in your life. It's so important, you gotta get this in your life. And so, is there someone who can tell you you're not ready to date? And that, that's a big thing, you know? If you have three or four counselors like you say, dude, I don't think you're ready, then there's a good chance you're not. But on the flip side, if you got three or four counsel in your life, you're like, you're ready, go for it. Why are you waiting? Do it, go for it. Then you know, okay, I'm trusting the counsel. Apparently I'm ready. And that's a good thing, okay? Awesome. So we're going to go ahead and go back to questions, and then we're going to jump into question four. All right, everyone, we've made it. You've gone through the first three questions, and now we're at the fourth and the final question for tonight, and that is this. Are they ready to date. I know that seems, sounds weird, but it's actually just as important to know where they are at in uh, this process as well. Because have they expressed that they're ready to date or not? I, I remember there was a time where I wanted to pursue my current girlfriend, and I heard her say just in our group, oh man, I need some time with Jesus. I'm not ready to date anyone. And I said, okay, like I'm not going to pursue her right now because I'm going to honor her season with God. And you need to know that. Like, are they ready to date or not? You know? But also, bigger question than that is, do they know Christ? Do they know Jesus? Is Jesus their Lord and Savior? Are they saved? If not, I would stop right there and say, whoa. Because the Bible says, do not get yoked in a relationship with someone who is not a believer. The Bible warns you against that. Because you will be spending your entire life arguing about the most important thing of eternity. You'll say it's all for Jesus, and they will say, no, it's not. I don't believe in that. How are you going to raise your children in a home that is divided on the most cornerstone of all issues? Jesus as our Lord and Savior and as God himself. So you got to know if they're saved. And not just saved, but are they on fire? Are they pursuing Jesus themselves? Do they live a life where they're in the word of God, where they're praying, where they're going to community? Or are they just kind of like, yeah, I got saved when I was five and hasn't changed my life at all. And I guess I'll go to church. That's not the kind of person who's going to lead your family after Jesus or push you to go further after Jesus. You should look at their life and see that they love Jesus just as much, if not more, than you do. And their faith should inspire you to go even further. That's what you want in a relationship. Also, the same questions you've gone through. Do they have counsel in their life? Or are they like, nah, I don't need anyone. The church is just a bunch of hypocrites and I don't need authority in my life. I don't need anyone telling me what to do. That's going to be really hard when you guys have relationship issues and they're unwilling to be teachable and get advice and get help and go to counseling because every couple is going to go through issues and you need to see that they're willing to work through it. So they already have the mentality of, I don't need help. I'm in this world on my own. That's a dangerous person to, to put yourself with, okay? So also the question of, do they know their dreams? 
dreams? Do they know their passions and their desires? I don't mean every little thing, but the big ones. I'm like, do do they know how many kids they want? Do they know if they want to be on the East Coast or the the West Coast, or if they want to live in Africa or Asia or America, or or if they want a certain lifestyle? Because uh, you don't want to be like married, and then all of a sudden they're like, you know what? I want to go to Africa, and you're like, I don't. <laughs> like you should really talk through these things in the dating relationship, but I think some of them are even better before the dating relationship. Just the general, even the general thing of like, so what do you want to do with your life? And just be casual and ask them. And they might be like, oh, I don't know, but I do know I would love one day to live on the East Coast. And if you are thinking, I never want to do that, then that's a big thing right there, right? And so just know, do they know their dreams? Do they know what they want to do to a certain degree, okay? Um, basically, Jason Valentin said this. He said that your destiny is a huge factor in determining what type of person you will need to be with. He says that finding someone with the same passion and calling in life can create a great partnership. Remember, you're not trying to find someone you can live with. Everyone thinks, I just want to find someone to live with. And, but the problem is there's a lot of people you can live with, and they could be great roommates. But are they the person that you're going to pursue dreams with and pursue your calling with in life? He says this. He says, you want to find someone you don't want to live with. I just can't see my life. I can't see my calling in life even without you. Like I want you there with me as we both go to Africa, as we both go to do this lifestyle, whatever it is, okay? As we both pursue business or we both pursue family or we both pursue Jesus, those big issues you want to have a common purpose with, okay? He says this, that couples with like passions in life have a natural connection that requires less work to keep their relationship healthy. It's hard to keep relationship healthy when he's like, I wanna live here and have no kids. And she's like, I wanna live here and have a huge family. That's gonna be a con constant tension point. So he's just saying on those big dreams, those big passions, when you find someone who has like ones, it's just gonna be a lot easier. And so it's not foolproof, but I really encourage you to look at that and knowing are they in a place where they should date and they know who they are in Jesus and what they want in life. All right, everyone, congratulations. You made it to the end. Hopefully you have talked through some uh, kind of deeper questions and, and processed through some really good things. Like I said, there is no shame for wherever you're at. We're all on this journey with Christ and we're all kind of figuring this thing out. Uh, to as long as you just stay connected and in community and pursuing Jesus, you're gonna get healthy, you're gonna get healed, and you are gonna get to the place where you're like, you know what, I am ready to go after this dating thing. So tonight, I just hope that this helped you out. I hope that these questions uh, got you to a good place. And, and just to review the four questions that you should really be kind of asking, it's not a formula, but it can really help, are these questions of one, am I ready to date, not feeling not thinking, but when I look at my life, am I healthy? Am I free of addictions? Am I my identity in Christ? That's a huge one. Number two is this, uh, do you know who you are? Meaning your beliefs, your passions, your boundaries in life. That's gonna be hard if you have different boundaries. You gotta have the same boundaries in a relationship 
and agree on that, you know, but also your desires, your dreams, all the different things, right? Number three, what does my counsel say? My mentors say, do they say I'm ready? Do they say it's right? Do they say go for it? Because God speaks through counsel. And then four is the final question is, are they ready to date? Are they in a place where they are um, ready to pursue somebody as well, okay? And, and they're healthy pursuing Jesus and all that. So I hope it helps. Hey, you should end the night, finish talking about this, pray for each other, uh, pray God's heart over each other, okay? And just uh, uh, pray that, that you would have a relationship uh, that is healthy, that you would be in the right place to start pursuing this. I love you guys. And next week, we are going to go after this idea of, okay, you're ready. You've started dating. Now what do you do? How do you have a healthy dating uh, life? Okay. And so we're going to go after that next week. We'll see you next week. Love you guys. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Crux Podcast Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit SummitSanMarcos.com for other exciting content from Summit Church.